0: going for boost well I think going for boost if you're a boost merchant like someone like AJ or someone you go for boost 100% of the time
1: yes always
0: every second of every game balls going in your net don't worry about it
1: go get the boost and make sure you've got the full 100 to celebrate with the other team
0: Um, never. 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 Yeah. yeah, never. Always, always perfect. Yes. Number one
1: Royal Rocket League. <laughs> Welcome to the Boost Over Ball podcast, where three aggressively average Rocket League players talk about everything RLCS with your hosts, Ace, Code Red, Jack, Kyle Cube, and AJ Binky. So if you've ever wondered when the best time to go for Boost Over Ball is, you've come to the right place.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Boost Over Ball podcast. Uh, today, I'm joined with Flash Pandy, RL Rumblemane, Rocky League caster, broadcaster, and director of production at Minor League Esports. And uh, he's, he's joined us on the show before, but how are you doing tonight?
1: Feeling great. Uh, glad to be back. It's been a while, but I got some stuff to talk about, KQ.
0: Yes, we certainly do. It's finally, finally happened. We have real things to talk about. Um... We will be jumping into and talking about the first look, the play menu play menu changes, and a few more that are coming to Rocket League uh, for a quick update for those who haven't heard or haven't been on Twitter or anything like that. Um, there are going to be some incoming changes to Rocket League's play menu starting next season. Um, all of the extra modes will be pushed into the competitive playlist with Snow Day and Drop Shot being rotated out by season. We have all of the casual matches staying where they are um we have a new arcade playlist they will rotate weekly through extra modes like heat seeker spike rush rocket labs modes and more snow day and drop shot will rotate in depending on which one isn't competitive and uh a new playlist called the big party playlist with chaos um knockout things like that um they're also going to try and address things about smurfing um as well as some quality of life updates, like joining private matches directly from training or an offline match, loading and launching workshop maps when you're in a workshop map already. And when you're in a party, but not the party leader, you can see your rank. Um, And, you know, this is some exciting, exciting news. Um, Not necessarily for, you know, the update, but basically because they told us something. I mean, it's been, I don't know, like, what do you think? uh i would
1: say probably three months it's been since Worlds since we've gotten any major information other than the announcing of uh new cosmetics and uh the cancellation of trading in december um but when we were talking about before the show uh before the recording here is we haven't seen any major information like like i said since worlds so this is huge a major update
0: yeah i mean like we've been here on the show we've been we've been Beating the dead horse, and then you know finding another dead horse to continue beating the same dead horse, but communication is key. Like it could be you know nothing, right? Like hey, we're still working on some back end things. There'll be an announcement about the next RLCS season coming in mid January. That's not saying anything while also at the same time saying everything, right? Like you're you're losing momentum here off of what I think is the best worlds that has ever happened in RLCS. Um, maybe not you know necessarily gameplay wise, but watching Zen complete the perfect split watching, you know, the amount of support that we had and, you know, the massive, like, all time high viewership in the semifinals of that World Championships. Like they really had a lot of momentum and I think that, you know, a lot of people were thought thought they were starting to lose that. So having our first bit of news, our first bit of like any kind of information on updates or like game progress or anything is like such a welcome change to me at least. Yeah,
1: I mean it's it was cool seeing Twitter today. Uh, seeing some uh, some finally a post from some sort of professional Rocket League account, uh, not being littered with only bring back trading uh, comments. Uh, there were a few, uh, obviously, because people are still livid about that, but uh, it, it was we saw some good reactions with the uh, Twitter comments today. I think that's the first time we can say that we've seen that in a long time. Um, but I mean. I think the main word that we've kind of been looking for is transparency, and I think we got that today uh, for the first time in a long time. Uh, We, yes, they have announced some updates, some good, and a couple uh, pretty poor, which we can touch on uh, later, Uh, but I think the big thing at the very bottom of this page that we can see is that as we drive, it says, as we drive towards the next Rocket League season and an exciting holiday season, expect to hear more on these changes and improvements in 2024 uh that's not the kind of thing that we've seen in a long time it's been a lot of one-off kind of like hey this is happening and if you don't like it suck it up uh this is kind of a different uh wording that we're not really used to in the last year or so is uh expect to hear more on changes and improvements and i i like where that's headed for sure
0: yeah i mean like kind of building off of it right so we had a lot of layoffs with psionics um with uh, community managers things like that so a lot of the transparency aspect that we're used to seeing has been, you know, removed or is being changed, right? So I'm sure that there's all kinds of like backroom stuff that's being refigured out, as they're kind of maybe either streamlining or reorganizing how RLCS works, how you know they're able to bring out content. But I think you can kind of see some of the traction um, across, like you know, the like people like gamers uniting a little bit as uh, Fortnite recently had a big update that like really backfired right a lot of the a lot of the their player base was not happy with it it was a kind of a hit and miss type of situation and you know just after the massive success they had with bringing back the og map i think that that's something that you know like all the Rocket league players were talking to the fortnite players on twitter like hey look this is what's been happening to us for a while now like and so you know i hopefully they learn from it but this is certainly more than we've seen in a long time like expect you know we're actively working on other quality of life improvements that touch on important community driven topics like they're, you know, they're acknowledging that there are issues and that people have concerns. You know, they're saying a lot of stuff while not saying anything. So I think that they did a good job from that aspect, at least.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, like I, I, the communication, uh, this is uh, I'd like to say it's well-timed. Uh, based on the last i'd say three weeks since kind of that announcement that trading is being removed uh, i thought the world was ending as far as rocket league goes and people still do uh, but this is definitely kind of a pick-me-up epic really needed to get to get themselves back with and i think they did a good job of that as far as like the details of the update uh if we want to jump into those we can Um, but it's uh a lot of different stuff Uh, a lot of the recent updates honestly since free-to-play have been single kind of just little touch-ups that they've made, like a play again button, like just like one singular update. But this is like a whole UI change. This is a whole game mode change. Um, definitely a different kind of outlook on on changes and updates that they've been making. So I'm interested to see how it goes. But as far as things go with this specific patch note or specific announcement, um some people are very excited i'd say most people are as far as the kind of rearranging of things go but as an extra modes main myself i don't like it as much because uh like we mentioned at the very beginning snow day and drop shot are now a rotation so you're going to get either snow day or drop shot and as somebody that likes to go for ssl and all four extra modes every season uh it's going to be a little sad to
0: see one of them go the last thing before we jump onto each topic individually, and we'll go more in depth on the extra mode playlist here in a second, but we are, this, this news dropped today. We are recording this on Tuesday, November 21st. Um, it dropped today. We are officially two weeks out from the removal, removal of trading. Yes. Exactly two weeks.
1: Ah, get Did, your final trades in folks <laughs> get your
0: final trades in you know make sure you you trade away your duplicates to people who don't have them but i mean you have to think that this is this is timed right like that they've been sitting on this information for a little while and so now they're trying to start you know building some of the player trust back in the game right like 2 weeks out like that's enough like to get people hyped about it to kind of maybe think about you know people you know forgetting about the that trading's being removed things like that but I, I it kind of seems like it was timed, and in a very specific way.
1: Yeah, I actually didn't think about that. Um, it seems like a lot of people, yes, are still livid about the fact that trading are going is going away, and they will be uh, for a long, long time. I feel. Um, but that's very interesting. That's an interesting uh, observation that it's exactly two weeks away. And yes, they do typically announce things on Tuesdays. Um, I have noticed that uh, over a long time as they do their community announcements on Tuesdays. Uh, But still uh, being instead of because they do their season reward uh, announcements like a week before, if I'm correct. Um, Two weeks is kind of a new a new boundary that I haven't really thought about. So um, I'm interested to see kind of moving towards that December 5th date. What else they continue to release if if anything Um, very interesting.
0: I mean they also announced the, you know, there's some a Fortnite announcement that had some Rocket League items in it too, so maybe Fortnite Fortnite Racing is coming. Um but you know, we'll talk we'll touch on that more when we hear more about it, but we'll jump into into more in-depth into into this update, first and foremost being um the play menu is getting a facelift. Um since first time since free to play featuring a new squared off design. Each sub menu will have a streamlined layout which will help old and new players alike navigate through the play menu much more quickly. They're going from the rounded corner boxes to the squared-off boxes. I think it looks clean. I don't think it's that big of a deal. They just made the boxes square. What about you? Yeah, I, I, it's kind of funny. I've seen
1: some uh, some posts on Twitter today about uh, people kind of analyzing the, the screenshot that was provided, and they said specifically under each kind of proof picture, they said it's not a final version. It's just kind of an illustration. Uh, People have been making fun of it online uh, on Twitter saying this is unplayable. And they're they're measuring like the centering of the UI on the screen of like 318 pixels on the left side and like 500 on the right. And they're like, yeah, this sucks. (laughs) It's honestly really funny uh, how how much people are starting to critique every little thing that Epic is releasing. Uh, But I feel like you're going to get that with any game, any major game like we're seeing. But ultimately, as far as the UI goes, I actually it's, it's clean seeing six different boxes instead of three. Uh, I, I like it.
0: Yeah, I, I would agree. Um, we can, and again, it, like the the picture, we'll put the the website link to this like roadmap update, you know, uh, in the episode description, so you can go and check it out for yourself if you haven't seen it already. But again, all the pictures are not final version for illustration only. Um, but then moving on, and really the big one, and I think probably the biggest talking point of this entire update. Is uh, along with the fresh look, we are changing where some of our online playlists and other modes modes live in the new play menu. We are combining completed competitive playlists and extra mode playlists into one new competitive card, which allows for you to queue up to six different competitive playlists at once, fulfilling a long-standing community request. You will finally be able to queue for modes like three v three standard and two v two hoops at the same time. As part of this consolation. Consolidation, we are going to alternate between competitive snow day and drop shot each season. Next season will feature competitive snow day. The other one will include competitive drop shot and so on. What are your thoughts on that?
1: I mean, I honestly think this is probably the biggest part of this update, uh, no doubt. Uh, this is kind of the, from kind of the surveying that I've done of the reactions from the communities, this is kind of the most anticipated update addition to the game in a long long time and this is kind of the main uh point that a lot of people were excited about i think that's a fantastic job by epic realizing like hey we're kind of in a in a rut here as far as uh, pr goes uh so that's a great move to add this to the game uh definitely a feature that a lot of people are going to take advantage of and with the consolidation of game modes uh in addition to uh the other like kind of limited time modes uh being more widely accessible um I think there's a lot more opportunities to um be more involved in the game in the community in general,
0: so great move yeah I agree um i th- like we've talked to tryhouse we've talked to mrs Trihouse we've talked to you know quite a few people in in the community over the past you know since the off season has began, and you know really the the big thing from from the content aspect is like the game is kind of stale. It's really the same core concept repeated over and over again. Um, Like in Fortnite, you have like a creative mode, which kind of allows for like ultimate creativity and like basically you can do anything you want in the game, and like the content is unlimited. Whereas in Rocket League, everything's kind of the same. You have you know your your extra modes, your ranked, your casuals, uh, private matches where you can change the mutators, or you know tournaments. And really, tournaments has kind of been carrying the brunt of the load for for that for a long time but you know I think being able to you know some of these other updates that you know we'll talk about here in a little bit allow for the game to stay fresh and allow for more content to be made and I think that combining like cuz I think drop shot and snow day are the two least played extra modes of of the four of them um and so combining those player bases I think will allow you to find a match quicker also being able to cue them all at the same time may, you know, you know, your player, your player base may go up. So I think that that's like, that may be a good in the long run. And, you know, with it being every other, I feel like there's more of a incentive to grind like snow day, uh, before it goes away for a season. Um, I think you could even do one better, like, because you're alternating them, give a special title for each season, you know, making like, if you end the season top hundred, then you get, you know, like, I think it's blizzard wizard is the, is the snow day tag, like ultimate blizzard wizard or something like that, like make it a different color ice Titan. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Ultimate ice Titan, something like that. I think it would be another way to further incentivize grinding those game modes. I think you could see, you know, a massive spike in players.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's as somebody that is, and has been top 10 in uh, multiple extra modes uh, currently number two in rumble I would love to see that. Uh, that's kind of, it makes makes it very hard when there is just kind of nothing to grind for past Supersonic Legend. And a lot of people can argue with me on that with the fact it's like, oh, you're Supersonic Legend. Like that's incredible already. But it, for a lot of players, when it comes to playing the mode, a lot of people stop once they get to either GC or SSL or uh, even top 100, they just kind of stop. It's the end. So I think having something maybe a little further uh, we'll give them something extra grind for. It. It'll it bring more players, especially higher level players, to the player base to make it kind of more of an
0: interesting mode to play. Um, but
1: really, I don't know. Br- we'll it see. brings
0: people back too. Yeah, right. Like you think about like all the people, like um, you know, some some big time content creators, like I'm, you know, Jamaican Coconut. Right, he's an SSL. He's competed in a lot of community tournaments. He does very well. He's a really good player. Right. Other than content, like what's keeping him in the game? Right. He's already got an SSL. He's not like he's not going pro right now
1: that's a great question (laughs) why
0: like why grind the game other than you know that's what how he's making money right now but like why grind the game if you've already achieved everything you want to achieve right like part of like a lot of people like reminisce on like the good old times of rocket league right when you're like a silver or gold and you're like you know i just want to be champ like that'd be so cool i just want to be plat or diamond right but then like once you get there you're like okay awesome like now I just want to be champ. I just want to be, you know, diamond. I just want to be, you know, the next rank up. I just want to be GC. And then you get to SSL and it's like, I want to be, oh, well, I've already done it.
1: Top 100? But then there's no incentive.
0: Like, you don't get a title. You don't get a special, like, you know, top 100, like I, top 100 Ice Titans, something like that. You know, there's nothing there. Just like a, a screenshot that you share on Twitter and then somebody takes takes your spot the next day. You know? Exactly. <laughs> but, you I know... Mean,
1: yeah i mean all that grinding for a screenshot is uh it's cool nonetheless but i mean it's just I, w- I wish we could reset back to the 2015 days of rocket league in season one where you either get a topper for being top 500 or top one percent you get an item uh, i think it was the crowns back then yeah yeah um that was before my time i was a season two start to rocket league so i got the uh i think it was a wheels or no it was the boost it was the boost back then yeah um, But, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's a cool aspect. It's just unfortunate that, I mean, that was an eight years ago thing and not it can't be a 2023, 2024 thing. Uh, But hopefully hopefully we see something more. I I mean, honestly, with such a large update coming with this announcement, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see something not exactly that, but maybe a little more content related other than just cosmetics.
0: Yeah, I think they've set themselves up for future success. With this, with this update, is really kind of the theme that I've been like gleaning from from this this roadmap. Yeah. But uh, next, we have uh, big changes are coming to the casual card as well, including two new arcade playlists that will rotate weekly through extra modes like Heat Seeker, Spike Rush, Rocket Labs modes, and more. Drop Shot and Snow Day will also appear in the arcade rotation whenever one is not an active competitive playlist. So expect expect to see Drop Shot pop up next season. And along with these new playlists, 4v4 Chaos is evolving into a new big party playlist, rotating weekly between 4v4 Chaos and Knockout. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Um, Just kind of what I mentioned before about just making more of these modes available, keeping it fresh. So like putting in Heat Seeker for all of spring or putting in just Snow Day for the entire season, people are going to get bored with that. Unless you're somebody that, like, grinds the mode or mains the mode, which is a very small handful of people, um, contrary to the large amount of the player base. I think having a weekly rotation for limited time modes or um giving people two options to play if you're in a larger party than three, I think that is, like kind of what we've been talking about is keeping the game fresh and that's kind of what people have been wanting they've been looking for a change so instead of having like oh hey look heat seekers in for three days the entire season uh otherwise you have to play just casual 3v3s Uh, i think that's really cool you have the access it's it's accessible at all times you're able to uh, just kind of hey i want to go play an limited time mode that's always going to be there or at least going to be on a rotation that you can expect I think that's also a very good change that um, keeps the game fresh, keeps people hungry to come back and, oh, hey, Heatseeker comes back next week. Uh, let's go back and play it. And then it goes away. Hey, you got to wait a couple of weeks. But hey, you know it's coming back. Uh, it's keeping that fresh, uh, keeping the communication up on, hey, when these things are going to return, what people can expect. Again, communication, transparency, also keeping it fresh. Big thing.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that also again the the theme you've set yourself up for future success, right? Because as of right now, I don't really know anybody that plays chaos, right? Four v four chaos. No. I have never, I haven't touched that since I, I first season I played the game, right? We Why had this? we had exactly. It's kind of insane. However, I don't know that it would be very hard to put you know four v four chaos on Rocket Lab maps with random mutators. Call I mean, it call it the party playlist. Like I know like. Call of Duty, I know a lot of other games will do like a like a limited time like you know certain like map types and things like that or like you know always Nuketown, I know they did it on Call of Duty and stuff like that, but you know, I think that you could do like a like just a pure random party mode. I think that could be kind of cool.
1: Yeah, I I think like we said, or like you said, a lot it's just they're setting themselves up for things like this to happen in the future. And this is, I think, a start that we can expect to see more uh, changes like that coming. Uh, but I mean, when it comes to the recent history uh, of Epic, we have to keep that in the back of our head. Like, they're removing things and also adding things at the same time so we have to we kind of know at this point if they're going to add something major something also something major is also going to be removed so that has me a little uh, a little nervous but at the same time um i think this is a a pretty good outlook for the near future
0: i mean i'm kind of i'm kind of on the opinion that the the negative was the trading right they didn't really have anything to balance that out until now yeah so i mean we'll have to see but um, forging on ahead. Um, exhibition mode, season mode, and workshop maps will now live in their own play offline card or tab. And the new private match card contains both private matches and land match options. Uh, training has all the same options you know and love, just with an updated look. And uh, I, I, I think that that's kind of a, a cool change. I don't know that it's necessarily super notable, but I think that it's... It'll look nicer that way.
1: Yeah, I I think, (laughs) frankly, it just gets it out of the way. (laughs) Nobody really plays uh, season anymore, or uh, I can't. I think I call it season still, but
0: yeah, yeah, exhibition mode, season mode. Those are both the same thing, or like they both are their own thing. So you're you're right.
1: I think definitely uh, the play offline section being keeping it in the middle is kind of interesting, based off of this kind of concept picture. Because the middle is kind of where you want to keep the most popular things. But, hey, uh, who knows what they do with it? I, I think, yeah, consolidating it into a folder that nobody's ever going to touch, I think, is smart.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, workshop maps are in there, though.
1: Oh, really? Okay, cool. Well, I mean, there you go.
0: I thought they could be in training, personally, but, hey, that's just me. That's what I would have said, yeah. But, hey, I get it. Um, finally, we're making a few additional quality of life changes to to the play menu you can join an existing private match directly from training or an offline match you can load and launch a different workshop map while already in a workshop map and when in a party but you're not the party leader you can now see your own rank in in the competitive playlist tab what are your first Uh, thoughts on those
1: i love it uh i think Quality of life stuff is always nice. I just don't understand why it took so long. I feel like these changes are something that could have been done in a pat, could have been done in a patch. Um, but hey, at this point, we'll take it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm kind of of the same opinion. Like joining a private match directly from training is super nice, and again, something that probably should have been in the game, you know, for a while now. But you know, warming up for for a match. I know, like in, especially like leagues like MLE, like my my college kids that I coach. You know, they warm up in training right before the match starts, right? Like you got like five minutes till the match starts, but you don't have enough time for a match. You jump in training and, you know, you have to fully leave it to join the private match. So that's a a cool change and very handy, like loading into loading from one workshop map to another. Also super nice. Like you can do in training packs. Now you can change training packs without having to leave like and reload everything and like see, being able to see your rank, it just seems dumb that it hasn't happened like much, much sooner. It feels
1: simple to me, but I mean, I'm glad we would finally be getting it uh, in the future uh, very soon. So yeah, uh, it's a nice update for sure. Um, I
0: I'm mean, forward to it. I like to think that maybe there was more challenges to it than they originally thought, and that's why they didn't want to do it. But I don't know if I want to give Epic that much credit. <laughs> At this point, I'm, I'd agree with you on that. So yeah, but um. So, while this covers what you should expect alongside the next season, we're not quite done with changes and additions to the play menu. Our goal in the first few months of 2024 is to give you even more influence over the modes that appear in the arcade playlist, which we'll talk about more in the new year. So, maybe like a voting system, which would be kind of interesting. Yeah. Or like polls on Twitter
1: that could be cool i think uh this is just kind of another step in the right direction that uh, epic has been looking for uh just giving the community uh the basically putting them in the driver's seat that's not something we've seen in a long long time i mean i can't remember the last time honestly that they have taken from community opinion as far as updating or adding something to the game i genuinely can't remember the last time that has happened
0: yeah. It's just it's so interesting to me because like it seems like Fortnite is very community driven. Like they listen to people about, you know, what weapons and what items to take out and add and things like that or what needs to be balanced. Um like map suggestions, things like that, but you know, we haven't seen it from Rocket League and it kind of seems like they're starting to move in that direction. So like, you know, um having more influence over the arcade playlist kind of seems like creative mode light. Right. Like, it's like, hey, we can't give you creative mode yet, but, you know, here's a consolation prize like you guys can help pick us pick the, the modes that appear in there.
1: Yeah, I think all of this as well is um, very time is it, the timing of this is very interesting. I know all of us have been kind of waiting for this Unreal 5 announcement for years and we haven't heard any information on it in a long time. And I think a lot of people I've heard rumors of people or just kind of conspiracies, I guess, from people around the community saying, Hey, they haven't announced anything new because they're still working on it. And that's going to be their next major announcement. So I wonder how this comes into, to, into play alongside Unreal Engine 5. Granted, these aren't any like game breaking changes uh, other than like the moving around of a couple game modes. So I wonder if UE5 is still on the horizon, um, as far as changes go because we haven't like we said we haven't seen a lot of changes in a while so i think a lot of people are expecting a major update to be the announcement of ue5 Uh, and i I wonder how this affects that if it does
0: yeah i mean I'm, i'm with you like that's like the ultimate question for a lot of people right and that would bring a lot of people back into the game and you know allow for probably things like creative mode and other things like that but i mean i think like and I've I've heard from you know pros like Reddles, uh, Arsenal, things like that where it's like you know we haven't heard anything about UE five like we have not played anything we have not been told anything like they're in the dark just as much as us and I'd be inclined to believe that right because if you're getting like you're starting to gear up for a new RLCS season don't you think that they'd want to give the players a little bit of time to adjust to the new game because it's not going to be exactly the same right you want like the high skill. Um, fast-paced game that people have come to know and love when you when you think RLCS. So like not, you know that was originally the conspiracy for the long off season. Like maybe we're getting UE five, but I I don't think it's on the horizon at least for this season. Or I don't think they'll switch over. You know mid season.
1: Yeah, I think that's a great point in the fact that a lot of people like <laughs> nobody's gonna want to see. 2015 rocket league being played in 2024 RLCS. Uh, they don't want to see a bunch of pros trying to figure out a brand new game so i think if we if ub 5 was coming for this next year or was coming soon then we would then pros would be certainly already experimenting with it uh, i think that would be a very stupid move for epic to just drop it and be like hey pros go figure it out we'll see you in rcs in a month uh, I, th- I don't think that would be a smart move and i honestly don't think they're that stupid to do that. Um, but that's less about this update, more about hopefully future updates and announcements. Um, but I can't wait to see more about that in the future.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. But the last thing that they said, and this is kind of the most exciting part we were talking about it a little bit at the beginning, but along with new different ways to play, we're actively working on other quality of life improvements that touch on important community-driven topics, including smurfing and skill placement improvements. As we drive towards the next Rocket League season and an exciting holiday season, expect to hear more on these changes and improvements in 2024. Thanks, everyone.
1: That's huge. Uh, they haven't addressed smurfing in an announcement in a long time. Um, and just more on the words of community-driven, quality of life improvements. Expect to hear more on these changes and improvements. That is just only showing us that they're... Uh, Their intentions moving forward are being more transparent with the community, hopefully, Um, and I think that's a great step, including information about future uh, future intentions for them smurfing and skill place improvements Uh, for those that have been living under a rock or haven't touched rank ranked uh, ranked mode since season 11. uh, They did more of a hard reset at the beginning of last season. We're now in season 12. Uh, and a lot of people have been hard stuck in their ranks. I myself dropped 400 MMR and twos uh, at the beginning of season 11, and I still haven't really made it back. Uh, it's really taken a toll on a lot of people. And smurfing has also been a horrible issue, the worst it's ever been. So I think those two major topics, addressing them at least, not even announcing any like major improvements yet, just saying that, hey, we're thinking about this and we're looking into this for the future is huge.
0: It's like, an, it, we've talked about it on the show for a long time. You can say a lot without saying anything. You're basically, like, they're basically saying by this, like, hey, we understand it's an issue. We, like, your concerns are valid. We hear them, and we're working on it. We're trying to figure something out. But also, like, you can do that same thing with RLCS, and you can also do that two months ago. Hey, we're working on some back-end stuff. This is going to be a little bit longer of an off-season. Expect to hear more in the in the coming months. That's saying a lot without saying anything. You're not giving anything away. You're not dropping any spoilers. You're not doing any teasers. But you're saying, hey, we understand you're concerned about the way things are going. We hear you. We're working on it. Things are moving in the background that you can't see.
1: I think that's what we need more of. Uh, and kind of the the theme that we've been noticing throughout this whole thing is Epic's taking a step in the right direction with this. Uh, and i really hope we see more of it it's a it's really unfortunate that they didn't make this announcement earlier because we've been in the dark with about new content for now three months since worlds um and this is an extremely late season type of thing as we have two weeks left of the season um but i mean
0: better late than never right yeah for sure um but I, I like I think that the biggest takeaways from from this roadmap, from this you know, the website, the article that they posted talking about you know this update, is they've set themselves up for future success by making it you know easier to add things or integrate things that we already have into the game on a more consistent basis. They've opened or started to construct a bridge of you know communication and shown a little bit behind the curtain. On things which is really all people have been asking for for yeah. years ever since epic you know acquired psionics hey how about a little bit of transparency let us know what's happening we'd like to help we'd like to have input we want to see this game grow and continue to get better but they've been shut out you know that uh, out of that door so you know being able to see this like you know a little bit of a peek behind the curtain right it's not you're not fully getting a look back right but like somebody walked in and you see, you know, see past them through the curtain as it's closing. Right. So continuing to make that more accessible, I think will only help them only grow the player base, only bring back more excitement for the game and, you know, bring players back that have, you know, set the, set the sticks down for a little bit.
1: Yeah. And I think as much as we can praise Epic for uh, making this sort of announcement that we haven't seen in a long time, it's as fantastic as it is, um they still have a lot to do to bring the people back that have been hurt by the trading. Uh I don't think uh, they're going to be able to fully recover from that frankly unless there's like some massive thing such as like unreal 5. I think that's the only thing that can really mend the 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 bridge that they burnt with a lot of people but I mean kind of the whole thing we've been saying the whole time is it's a step in the right direction. Uh it's definitely a good move. Uh, I definitely There are some negatives, like I mentioned, but I think the positives definitely outweigh the negatives beyond the physical uh, changes that they're making. I think the idea, like you mentioned, uh, behind more communication, we're starting to see more activity in the transparency from Epic. Here is the overarching detail that we need to look at. Uh, It's less about the physical updates. It's more about, hey, Epic is showing us that they are actually doing something. We're getting information out
0: of them and I think it's a good start. Uh we just need more of it in <laughs> my opinion. Yeah, and I mean, hey, like we it's not all sunshines and rainbows with Epic right now because of this, right? Their this announcement was trying to help put out fires that they started. Right. Right? So like these updates, the transparency, the communication that they've started to have is So it's such a breath of fresh air from what they've normally done, but it's only such a big deal because they haven't done it before, which they should have. So while this is a step in the right direction, it's kind of been one step forward, two steps back. So, you know, hopefully this is the beginning of a better, you know, foundation moving forward for more communication, for more transparency, for people to finally kind of see where the the direction of the game is headed. However, this only needed to happen because of the shitty job that they did to begin with.
1: Yeah, that's absolutely right. Uh, it's certainly a very tough position that Epics put themselves in, and I look forward to see look. I look forward to seeing what they're going to do to try and continue to dig themselves out of it because they have a long way to go um,
0: and a lot of trust to rebuild yeah or try a to lot of their them.
1: creators have been hurt uh the amount of youtube videos that i've seen by major creators i saw pulse fire up the uploaded not too long ago he hasn't uploaded in eight months and decided to upload a video specifically complaining uh, and it's it's a lot of people uh, huge in the rock of the community especially on youtube and social media have reached or have have spoken out about it uh, about how negative this game is turning um and it's honestly surprising i didn't think the backlash would be that huge uh it's honestly insane but this is a good step i definitely think that we're gonna need a lot more uh, of announcements like this to even have a start uh, bringing it back to where it was no doubt but hey i like where this is headed
0: yeah me too so um I am very thankful for the, you know, any kind of news we can get during the off season as it makes episodes a little bit easier to talk about that. Uh, But, you know, with that, I think we can, we can wrap up this one. This is a good episode. I'm glad we finally had some substance to talk about, like I said, but you know, with that, we'd like to thank, uh, thank you, Pandy so much for, for joining us on the show. Um, It's a pleasure to have you as always. And uh, we really appreciate your input on that, especially as a, uh, top two in the world Rumble, main.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Love always being here. You guys are great. Uh, get, get you some uh, Boost Over Ball merch. Heck yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. But with that, thank you guys so, so much for listening. Remember to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, join our Discord. Rate us wherever you listen to podcasts as it really helps us grow our brand and grow our show. Also, check out our YouTube, our Twitch, our TikTok, and our merch store. All of these links and more can be found on our website at www.boostoverball.com. And from us on the show, as always, remember to choose boost over ball.
1: Thank you for listening to the boost over ball podcast. Make sure to check out our website, www.boostoverball.com and rate us wherever you listen to podcasts.